From the Capitol in Madison, this is Wiz Politics Midday. Hi everybody, I'm Jeff Mayers from wispolitics.com here with Midday brought to you by Spectrum. And we have talking to us today, Adam Kelnoffer, Adam's reporter with wispolitics.com. Welcome, Adam. Hi, Jeff. How are you today? Doing great. So we're starting this process, the every 10-year process of redistricting, redrawing the maps of congressional and legislative boundaries. Um, you know, and it goes a long way to determine who controls the legislature and, uh, you know, who gets to Congress and who controls the delegation there. Right now, Republicans have uh, an edge in the number of congressmen in the state and they control the state legislature. Democrats, of course, have wanted to change that, right? They, they've wanted to uh, um, get rid of unfair gerrymandering uh, and Republicans, uh, you know, have been uh, preparing on the legal front for what's to come. But first of all, the, the, the building blocks of this are the census numbers. They were late in coming this year. Uh, they've come out this month. What are some general um, takeaways from the Wisconsin census numbers? Uh, well, Jeff, the biggest and most general takeaway is uh, Wisconsin's overall population grew at least a little bit. It's a little bit behind the average growth um, for all the states in the nation. Wisconsin's at uh, about 3.6% growth over the past decade, while the nation's growth rate over the past decade is about 7.4%. So we're a little bit less than half of that growth rate for the nation. And also getting into the finer details, that growth rate also includes a growth rate amongst uh, people of color in Wisconsin. Wisconsin is becoming a more diverse state. All of the 72 counties saw an increase in the uh, percentage of non-white people, basically. Um, you know, not that uh, non-white is a racial category, but people who aren't white um, from many, many different racial categories and uh, ethnic backgrounds. So that basically brings Wisconsin's uh, white percentage down below 80% to a little over 78%, and that's down from a little over 84% a decade ago. So the largest group of non-white population in the state is, uh, those are Hispanics and Latinos. That's a little over 7% of the population. That is up from under 6% uh, about a decade ago. And for Black people in Wisconsin, they now comprise 6.2% of the population. However, that's actually down from a little under 7% a decade ago. So we're seeing some minor changes in the state for sure. What other trends uh, are uh, apparent in some of the cen early census numbers uh, that we've been able to get a hold of here, Adam? Uh, well, with population numbers, Jeff, we're seeing some overpopulation and a little bit of underpopulation across the state. Uh, Milwaukee, that is uh, the fourth congressional district, which is represented by uh, Congresswoman Gwen Moore, uh, they need an additional over 41,000 residents to really meet that average population for congressional districts. Also on the overpopulation front, the second congressional district in Madison, represented by Mark Pocan, 
they are overpopulated by over 52,000 people. So they have 52,000 extra people. And in the 8th Congressional District, that is Mike Gallagher's district. He's from Alloway, Wisconsin, close by Green Bay. They are overpopulated by over 15,000 people. The rest of the congressional districts, they are under population by between 1,100 residents and about 9,000 residents. So those are the uh, population trends across the congressional districts in our state. Okay, so th these, this is what determines, you know, different districts grow and certain districts um, lose population. They have to adjust the boundaries so that uh, even out those um, uh, increases and decreases in population wherever they occur. You know, we're, we're becoming a more urban uh, state, more urban society. And so uh, a lot of rural uh, counties, uh, you know, have lost population. So the biggest impact is probably the third congressional district on the congressional front. What will happen with the third, uh, which has been trending Republican, and now Ron Kind, the longtime Democrat there, is not going to run for re-election. You know, he had a tough re-elect against uh, Derek Van Orden, uh, the former Navy SEAL um, uh, last time around, and it was uh, uh, he was his was a targeted seat by Republicans. So that if that district becomes even more Republican through redistricting, you know that's been the only true swing district in Wisconsin. That's going to be hard, really difficult for Democrats, uh, you know, to get that back. So that's one of the dramas playing out. Uh, in the redistricting battle. On the legislative front, I mean, we've talked before about this, but so you have, um, as I said, Republicans in control, uh, but there's a Democratic governor this time around. Last time Republicans redrew the map, Scott Walker uh, was in the governor's office, and so it was an all-Republican plan. Uh, here, uh, you know, the likely outcome is uh, the Republicans coming up with their version of the maps uh, through a bill, and then uh, Governor Evers vetoing it. So just a, a few days after the census numbers came out, saw a group of Dem voters filed suit in anticipation of this scenario. So Adam, what happened, uh, you know, right after the census numbers came out, there's a lawsuit that uh, uh, emerges from the Democratic point of view. Tell us a little bit more about that lawsuit and what could come of it. Uh, well, Jeff, the lawsuit comes from six uh, Democratic voters. Uh, those are Democratic Party, not just Democratic voting. Um, they, they're asking a federal court to draw new state and congressional boundaries um, instead of the legislature or the executive branch, Governor Evers. Um, they're saying that, you know, they, they want... Uh, the federal government to redraw these maps, uh, basically because they say that lawmakers in Wisconsin just won't be able to really draw um, effective lines to, you know, make sure that gerrymandering doesn't happen. And they're arguing it's really in everyone's best interest to have these new lines drawn by federal courts rather than anyone else. Yes, and part of that is Democrats' desire to to try to push this issue ultimately into federal courts, not into the state supreme court, because the state supreme court's controlled by uh, conservatives. So the, uh, I, I kind of read this as an early attempt for Democrats to keep it out of the 
of the uh, state Supreme Court venue. So that's that's also one of the dramas playing out. You know, who will ultimately uh, decide which is the map that Wisconsin, uh, the legislative map that Wisconsin will use in the 10 years going forward. The other thing we should maybe discuss about is this, you know, the Republicans have such wide majorities. Um, you know, I've had several people who were involved in in drawing, uh, making these maps previously say it's very difficult, it would be very difficult for Democrats to draw, even if they had total control, to draw a map that would be uh, uh, ensure a competitive uh, assembly because Democrats are so concentrated. It's a little less so in the Senate because Senate districts are bigger. But still, I guess the bottom line is that redistricting, redistricting of gerrymandered lines by, you know, from a Republican map um, 10 years ago is not going to instantly mean a Democratic uh, majority, even under the best case scenario. It, it, it's it's uh, it's going to take probably a multi-cycle effort for, for Democrats to uh, claw their way back here, uh, even with uh, a Democrat in the East Wing. So um, you can you can follow the ins and outs of redistricting at wispolitics.com. And uh, so thank you very, very much, Adam, for helping uh, us on Midday Today, brought to you by Spectrum. This has been WisPolitics Midday. For more state government and political news, visit wispolitics.com.